Well, if you remember a novelty song like Tub Thumping or you were more like J.G. into the Spice Girls and Wannabe, you remember yep, the yep. musical selections of 1997. Yeah. And we are here honoring the 1997 Argos and maybe a little flutey magic in the air. Argos up by a field goal after 15 minutes of play. Yeah. What a team that 1997 Argonaut team was. Doug Flutie, the MOP, Mike Kislak, the outstanding offensive lineman. And they had they had scored like 550 points a year before. And then they added a guy named Mookie Mitchell. That worked out okay. So that great offense added another 104 points the next year. Hoagie, they had nine of the 26 players on the CFL All-Star yep. Team Argos. Yep. I mean, th- this team was incredible. It, well, it was just special. Ball of the midfield stripe as the Argos now turn it around. They go into the wind here in the second quarter. Ray dumps it out, and it looked like the ball was either tipped that or tipped. Ray had to make a uh, sort of an on- arm slot adjustment trying to dump it out into the flat. Second down, nonetheless, after the incomplete pass. The nine All-Stars that year on offense, it was Flutie. We mentioned Mookie and Kisselak. Robert Drummond, the big running back yeah. who James Wilder looks like. Uh, Rob Waldrop, one of the under most underappreciated Argos of all time. Uh, was a uh, defensive lineman, Johnny Harris, Lester Smith, Mike Vanderjat, and Pinball Clemens. All All-Stars. Ricky Ray back to pass in the pocket. Now steps up, second scramble of the year, and he's going to get close to first down yardage. Rumble, big man, rumble. That's a gain of almost, well, they're going to give him nine. And going into the wind, I would assume now Tressman is going to send the bigs out there. Go get that sucker. I think this is this has got to be less than a yard. Do you want to, do you want to run behind Will Campbell, Good perhaps? job, Ricky. Good job. And uh, that's Gascon Edom running him down from behind. Yeah, get behind big Will Campbell. He's uh, He looks like a powerful dude out there, man. Ricky Ray's He's rushing huge. total setting into today. One carry, four yards. He's <laughs> just more than doubled it. <laughs> Third down in a yard, and the Argos will go for it with Cody Fajardo in at quarterback. They're going to go with an old-fashioned eye formation behind them. Now the backs will split. Fajardo goes Doug Flutie style. He ran three spots to the right and went in behind the tackle. And that's going to be a first down as Chris Van Zyl and uh, Corey Watman move the pile. And a first down, Argos inside the 45. Doug Flutie used to run the quarterback sneak like nobody I've ever seen because he'd take a step back. Yeah. And he would immediately go forward. He'd wait to see where the bubble was. Yes. And he'd bounce down the line of scrimmage until he saw something. And then he'd take off for three yards. He had some boys in front oh. of him getting off that ball. Uh, yeah, it was an all right offensive line, too. Yeah. <laughs> it was such a good team. Head coach wasn't bad either. The late Coach Matthews. Back to pass. Ray comes over the near side. Has a man. Armani Edwards with the catch down to the 37-yard line. And it will be a gain of roughly six yards. Argos leading 3-0. Nicely underway here in quarter number two. Corey Tyndall with the tackle there. Had the makings of being a big hit because as Armani made the catch, he turned around. Tyndall was coming downhill, but uh, Armani, very aware, got up underneath him. Ricky Ray, 79 yards passing in the opening quarter. Trevor Harris, 26 yards passing in the first 15. Back to pass is Ray. Five-man rush. Ray's going long to the post. Looking Edwards. He's got it inside the five-yard line. Armani Edwards in the goal zone. It's first down at the four. And who was that on uh, covering Armani Edwards? It was Sherrod Baltimore. We were just talking about him. Uh, This is his first game tonight for the Ottawa Red Blacks. And Armani running a thin post pattern. It gives him a nice move inside. Forces... Gets Sherrod spun around. Edwards cuts underneath him. Ricky leads the ball downfield. Puts it right where he can only only he can catch it. 
And let's see what they do now. They're not going to go double tight end. They are going to go a strong side left. Coombs is the only man in the backfield standing to the right of Ricky Ray. Play action. They dump it to Declan Cross for his first touchdown in the CFL. Wipes out in the end zone. <laughs> yes. But the streak is Woo! over. The Argos hit the end zone for the first time in roughly 20 possessions. And they have scored the first major of this game. Give it to the youngster, Declan Cross. I love it. Runs a little uh, flat pattern. Ricky pulls it out. Looks like he's going to give it to Coombs. Pulls it, turns around, throws it to Declan Cross, who's sliding from left to right across the uh, behind the line of scrimmage. Makes this catch and does a great job. He almost pins the ball to his thigh as he makes the catch. Runs into the end zone, slows down, slides, <laughs> lands on his rear end. And uh, what an exciting play for the kid. Challenge flag has been thrown by Rick Campbell. What's he challenging here? Was there maybe a block downfield by one of the receivers? Oh, maybe they're calling a pick on an LB yep. trying to track Declan probably across uh, across the midfield of the field. I assume that's what Mid-line. they're going to be looking for. Yeah, yeah. But you know what the, the problem is? There's a lot of traffic, right? Declan's close to the line of scrimmage, so there's probably an LB lined up close to him. And then you've got a player that's trying to run through all that traffic and cross the midline of the field, navigate through all the linebackers and DBs that are coming through, old linemen breaking up, and... Uh, Hopefully it's legit. <laughs> Here's Al Bradbury telling us what they're going to look for. Al? Now he's talking to Campbell again. Ottawa was challenging the previous play, which had been ruled a screen on the field. Therefore, blocking would have been allowed downfield. They're challenging that the pass was past the line of scrimmage, therefore not a screen pass, and that Toronto number 10 was blocking early downfield. This is reviewable. So they're going to see if Armani Edwards is cheating. Yeah, if he was picking. We'll take the timeout while they take a look at this. And, uh, you know, let's be thankful. This was their first challenge flag. I think they had 14 thrown in the first 18 seconds of the game between Calgary and Saskatchewan the other night. So we've been lucky until now, but we'll take the timeout. It's not uh, potentially 9-0 Argos, or is it 3-0 Argos? We'll find out when we get back. It's Argo Football on TSN 1050. Still waiting for uh, the video replay to tell us if it's a 3-0 or a 9-0 lead for the Argonauts over the Red Blacks. My old pal Howard Berger up in the booth. Reminiscing a little bit before the game. Nice to see Howie, longtime Leaf reporter. What's the name of the uh, the website, the blog, Howard? Betweenthepost.ca. Pick up. He's uh, a longtime Argo fan, as well as being a Leaf fan. Going back into the uh, going back into the days, back at Exhibition Stadium. And of course, uh, you were down at that. Uh, After big review. Swing. Oh, hang on. The ruling on the field stands. Touchdown. We have a touchdown. There we go. So Ottawa's charged. Did you with go to one the tape last night? Were the, were the, yeah, I thought so. I saw your uh, headlines for your blog, but I haven't read it yet as I was getting. So I'll go back tomorrow and take a look at that. Howard Berger, the one and only. Yeah, that was a. Uh, Armani Edwards does a great job of selling this, and uh, he accidentally ran into another Ottawa Redback player, which opened up the play for Declan Cross. Hi, Rolahu's extra point is good. What kind of season has it been for the Argos in the red zone? That is only his fifth conversion of the season. He's five for five. The old red zone. Yeah. But the streak is over. That's yeah. the main thing. It is over. It was what, around The 20, monkey's 21? off your back. Get it off your back. So Declan Cross with the touchdown. That's outstanding. That is outstanding, and what a great catch. Yeah, I mean, I see the play. They, they're, oh, my goodness. It, it's a close call. You know, Armani Edwards releases upfield here, and he's cutting across, uh, and he's kind of gears down as he's about to make a cut. 
and accidentally runs into the linebacker that's chasing Declan Cross. To be honest, I'm surprised they didn't call it a screen. I just saw the replay here. I think the Argos got away with one there. Well, they'll take it one way or yep, the other. For sure. And it's going to be William Powell dropping back, not Deontay Spencer for this one. wonder if he got banged up a little bit. Moses Badu is out there with him. So they send the two running backs back. Well, it might have been that hit where Marcus Ball was on uh, on top yep. and yeah. or uh, Bear Woods was on the bottom and Ball came in and tried to snap him in two. Liram Hyralahu with the kick into the wind. Low line drive and it's going to chase Powell back to the 10-yard line. Good kick into the wind. Powell's going to take it to the near side of the 25-yard line. Goes into the pile and does not come out. As the final man to go in there and take him down was Levi Noel on special teams once again. Levi seven special teams tackles to lead the Argos heading into this game. I don't think Levi had ever played defense in his life. He was a receiver and a darn good one at the University of Toronto before uh, he ended up going and playing junior football for a year and then the Argos took him and it's worked out okay so far. Oh, he's been a special teams demon for the for the Argos and I just want to add in that Justin Tuggle went through about four red blacks on that <laughs> as he went downfield as well. Just like the old man. My goodness. The Atlanta Falcons back in the day. Whew. At the 26-yard line, that's where the Red Blacks will put it in play, and they go to the ground game again, and who else makes the tackle but Victor Butler after a gain of about three yards. J.J., how does the defensive end slide into the A-gap and make that tackle on a running back? My goodness. Well, you know what? they they got to come off the ball and almost play a tweener because if the quarterback pulls it, they've got to be able to chase him down. If they leave it, the ball is left in the running back's hands, they've got to be able to move. So they have to kind of play in a tweener position and... Butler's quick enough that he can close on that with its left in the running back's hands. And Harris now on second down and six will now take off again, and he gets drilled at the 34-yard line. Ooh. They're going to give him progress to the 36, which will be a first down or close to it. That was a big hit. Oh, he got drilled. Is that Bear Woods that hit him? Yeah, Trevor got up. That's the good news for him. And, uh, yeah, that was a bear attack. Trevor lowered his head, and, uh, you know, it, and so did Bear. And so did Bear Woods, and um, didn't look great initially and there. But Trevor's Trevor coming over the up. bench. Yeah, he should uh, go take a break for a minute. And they're going to put Ryan Lindsay in at quarterback, who is usually the short yardage guy. And they're going to mark it at the 30, so it is still a yard shy of the first down. That's why Lindley is coming in. Not an injury to Trevor Harris. Drew Tate is the backup. Lindley gets hit behind the line of scrimmage, but is able to spread it out and should have the first down. That was an adventure. That was good penetration up the middle by the Argonauts. And that was caused by Dylan Wynn going right through the left, uh, the left, Red Black's left guard, left tackle side. Wynn drives him back and forces the quarterback to back around and go around. What a play by Wynn, showing incredible power against Gott. That should mention that to both former Argos, Trevor Harris and Deontay Spencer on the field right now. First down as a screen pass out to Spencer. 40-45, is he going to get a block? He does, but a nice tackle after the first down is made as Jermaine Gabriel got all the way outside to tackle his former teammate. But it is another first down for the Red Blacks. That was looking dangerous. Deontay Spencer was flipping from fourth into fifth gear and was accelerating at a torrent pace and uh, good thing Jermaine Gabriel is looking nice and light on his feet because he came flying across at that big play. Four receivers will come to the near side for the Red Blacks with the ball on the left hash mark. It's 10-0 Argos right now. And ground game again. Powell up the middle of midfield of the 53-yard line. That's good for six yards the hard way. 
from where they're spotting it, not quite six. So it'll be four and a half to get on second down. I tell you, that hard run by Trevor Harris, lower in the boom there, that got his offense fired up oh, because sure. this red-black guys are getting off the ball right now and they have a bit of a drive happening here. Guys love that. When their quarterback sacrifices himself like that. Powell is Anthony Coonside. He's 5'9", 200 pounds out of Kansas State. And they'll go to the numbers far side and it is complete. And that's going to be another first down as making that grab was Cody Hoffman out of Brigham Young. That's his first catch in the sea, uh, first catch with the Red Blacks this year. Trevor doing a great job of moving the ball around to his uh, receivers. Playing the game a lot like the guy on the other side in Ricky Ray. Taking what the defense gives him. So mark it at the 46-yard line. Red Blacks with the win here, trailing by 10. And Harris goes to the seam and overthrows the intended receiver. No. He was looking for Greg Ellingson. Yeah, and Greg was looking for uh, interference, but I think he just got spun around and his feet caught up a bit. It's too bad the nickname is gone, but there was a receiver when I was covering the Red uh, the Riders at the time named James Ellingson, no relation, yep. whose nickname was Duke, Duke Ellingson. Made perfect sense. Nickname's gone, you can't give it again. <laughs> the temptation is there, though, in the market, in this, in these uniform colors. Back to pass. Trevor Harris stepping up in the pocket and will dump it to the far sideline, and it is incomplete. A quasi-elusu-anza all over the intended receiver, Deontay Spencer. It's incomplete. Here's the stat. That's a drop there. Deontay dropped that. Great coverage, but Deontay dropped that ball. And that ball, that should have been a first down for the Red Blacks. Trevor, uh, that's unfortunate for the Red Blacks because they had a good drive going. Good for the Argos. He got his hand in between. Hit him right in the yep, chest. Hit him in the chest, but Awusu Ansar got his left hand in between the hands. Good coverage. Of good coverage. Spencer. Here's all you need to know. Four games in, a quasi Wusuansa only has 12 tackles. They are not throwing in his direction, no. and he's the boundary corner. Blanket coverage. This could be interesting. Martise Jackson gets an opportunity to return a field goal. It's a 54-yard attempt. Marr almost hit the 58-yarder at the end of the game a couple of weeks ago. This one has the leg, but it's starting to spin. And he missed it, but it's going to go out of the back of the end zone oh, for a rouge. That's too bad. From 54 yards. Had the leg, didn't have the accuracy, but the Red Blacks are on the board. It's 10-1 Argos. Toronto gets the ball back. When we come back, it's Argo football on TSN 10-50. Ricky Ray, over his illustrious career in the Canadian Football League, all 15 years, has only thrown 300 yards plus in five consecutive games once over the course of his career. He has four in a row to start this season and has 122 so far tonight with seven minutes remaining. We're midway through the second quarter. So he's on pace, certainly, for another 300-yarder. <laughs> he's all right That's at 37 unreal. years old. Unreal. He's all right. And, you know, it was at a barbecue with him the other day, and uh, he said his arm has not felt this good in about five or six years. And, it, and no, <laughs> and, and, and it, you can see it. You know what I mean? Like, he really is feeling sharp. Sir, the reason I'm laughing is I just saw the uh, offensive coordinator from the 1997 Argonauts arrive. John Jenkins is here. Oh. His suit preceded <laughs> him by five minutes. Ricky Ray is going to dump it out to the near side. He's got James Wilder. Reads the block. He's got the sideline midfield 50. 45-yard line barreling his way for an Argo first down. That's good for 20 yards. Nice cut, Wilder. Nice cut. It picks up this ball out of the air uh, towards the flat. Running back screen. I think that was Tyler Holmes out there making the block in the flat because Wilder cuts underneath it and heads downfield. Great job and lots of uh, turf for him to eat up on that one. John Jenkins must love these two teams because they never run the football. 
Back to pass is Ray. He's going to go to the far numbers. He's got a man, Fuller, who has his first catch of the night. Back in the lineup, down to the 40, and knocked it bounds at that point. John Jenkins said he only wanted to lead the league in one category in rushing, and that was yards per carry. He said, okay. when we run, I want us to be able to run, but I want to set up the run. And he just loved to throw the football. Andre Ware, he was his coach at Houston, when the offensive coordinator, when Ware won the Heisman, was reconnected with Ware here in Toronto, who backed up Doug Flutie. The only time to, oh, we've got a flag. We had too many in the huddle. Oh, come on, boys. That's Anthony sloppy. Coombs didn't get out. Can't do that. With the ball second and five, this is a costly penalty. Can't do 13 that. 13 men in the huddle. Toronto, it's a 10-yard penalty. Remains second down. When uh, Coach Matthews passed, I, I, I phoned Doug Flutie and, and, and was asking him about a Matthews memory. I said, you remember your first meetings with him? And he goes, I don't know the first one, but I'm in a meeting with John Jenkins. We're waiting for him to come in. And he said, <laughs> Doug, you're my quarterback. If you throw five interceptions in a game, you're going to stay in for the sixth one. John, stay the hell out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> and he just meant, John, just let Doug be Doug. Yeah. He's just do what he does. That wasn't a shot at John at all. But that was, uh, that was Don Matthews in a nutshell. Second down and 15 from the Red Blacks 49. Ray back to pass. Only a three-man rush. We haven't seen that from the Red Blacks. Pass is completed. We get back to the initial line of scrimmage and a couple more. So a gain of seven on the completion as Fuller has another catch. And this may, the, the telltales are dead at the goalposts where the Argos are kicking. This is where it's swirling. Home. They're flat out at, at the, the other, other end. It's end strange. of the field. This is weird. It's strange. I don't know if the wind is coming, uh, you know, it's coming from the city side, and but you've got the big screen there that's kind of blocking it a bit. They're, and I think that's given the, the telltales that creating them to be limp at the one end. They're not going to mess with a 49-yard field goal attempt. Liram Hyrulong is going to come in and punt. Deontay Spencer comes in. He's going to stand at the five-yard line. And he's had a couple of great returns so far this year, too. Flag down. Liram's got the corner nicely. And a huge block downfield after the ball was well out of bounds. Fans want a penalty. They're not going to get it. Someone get decleated down there? I missed that. Oh, big time. (laughs) Big time. I love those decleats. Going to keep your head on a swivel. And Liram's coming back out. Bear Woods is being checked for what looks to be a concussion. Kate Pedersen letting us know from the sidelines. Thank you, Kate. Yeah, and here's Al Bradbury with the call. Procedure illegal formation, not enough men on the line of scrimmage. Toronto, five-yard penalty, third down repeat. Come on, boys. You've got to have seven. Can't have eight, can't have six. Have to have five, and the five on the interior have to be covered up by an end on either side. And for whatever reason, we're going to take a timeout right now. Uh, 10-1 for the Argos. And uh, we're waiting for the punt, but uh, they've come out onto the field. So 10-1 Toronto, 5-19 left in the quarter. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050. Argos back in punt formation, leading 10-1. 5-19 remaining in the first half. And we will get uh, more on Bear Woods in a couple of seconds from Kate Pedersen. Bear went on a Toronto radio station the other day with his guitar and thrashed some Stevie Ray Vaughan. You can see that video at Argonauts uh, uh, on their Facebook account. Liram's looking for the corner, and he's going to get it. That's oh. an even better punt. That's inside the better. 10. That's unreal. That's at the three-yard line. Come on. What a punt from Liram Hyrulahu. Take another penalty. You're going to look at that and you go, eh, it's a 44-yard punt. But it's a 44-yard net, and it's inside the five-yard line. Outstanding punt by the Western product. He is such a good directional kicker. Sorry, Kate Pedersen down on the sidelines. Do you have more on Bear Woods, Kate? 
I do. Bear Woods has had his helmet taken away. He was in conversation with the training staff. They rewatched the play where he smashed helmets with Trevor Harris and decided that that was it for him, so they have taken his helmet away, and he's visibly frustrated down here, Hoagie. Thank you very much. And we'll take a look, and we'll see Justin Tuggle now in at the inside at the Mike linebacker position. And to the ground go the Red Blacks, and they're going to get a first down and a couple more as, uh, once again, running the football is William Powell, and that will move the sticks out to the 15-yard line. 10-1 Argos, 440 remaining here in the first half. Be smart if the Red Blacks continue to run the ball a little bit here with a new middle linebacker being in the game, who I'm sure did not take a, a ton of reps for the Argos on defense this week, and they exposed a little bit there. Cassius Vaughn just missed a tackle outside. Trevor Harris, 4 of 10, 48 yards in the second quarter. Great job by the Argo D tonight. Play action. He's going to get rid of the football. Knocked down at the line of scrimmage. And that was Cleon Lang getting up there to smack it away. And it's going to set up a second down and 10. Great work by the Argos D line. Cleon Lang getting a good push. Seeing uh, Trevor's eyes a little bit and timed his hand, uh, the hand toss perfectly. Getting a good drive on Gott again. Oh, man. Drove him right back. He drove him back four yards and still got the hand up. You cannot not double-team him. That's awesome. And when you double-team him, that leaves you free off the edge. One-on-one, usually. Harris now on second down and ten. Steps up in the pocket. Down he goes! Back at the seven-yard line! Cleon Lang got him again! Two big plays for Cleon back-to-back against his former teammate of a year ago. And the Red Blacks will either punt it from their end zone or give up to. Cleon Lang is feeling it. Argo's got a four-man rush going. Tuggle coming late. Cleon splits a double double team and goes right to Trevor Harris. John Gott may have an anxiety nightmare at some point. You see Cleon Lang in his sleep. Do you punt it with the wind or do you take the deuce? you got a great punter in the end zone in Marv. Uh, I'd kick it. But the Argos have a really good returner standing in his own 45-yard yes, line. Roll the dice, roll the dice. And they're going to give up yeah, the deuce. That's good. Oh, well, the Argos will move. take that. Probably a smart move. So two more for the Argonauts. It's now 12-1. to Only two games this year between the Argos and the Red Blacks. Argos have three against Hamilton, three against Montreal. Those are the two extra games that yep. are made up. So, the Argos win tonight. They've won the series. Yeah, this is huge. It's huge. I mean, this game's for first place, too. There's, uh, anytime you play your East Division opponent, it's a big game. And, jeez, uh, the Red Blacks, we, you know, we know what they did last year. So, now. you know, they're working through a few things, and they could turn it on at any time. And this uh, this game has huge ramifications uh, as we roll down the season. Well, we know what they have to do. They've got to feed Declan Cross. Yeah. <laughs> Touchdown maker. Yes, they do. He's got the only touchdown tonight. Touchdown maker. His first (laughs) touchdown in the Canadian Football League. He didn't put up good numbers at Mac. So I asked when he was drafted, uh, I talked to his former quarterback, Marshall Ferguson, who's now Mm -hmm. part of the TSN family doing the Ticats play-by-play. And he said, you've got to see this guy block. He said, we used to just put together tapes and just watch him block. So that's why he is in the Canadian Football League, not for his hands per se, but... That is, uh, for him, touchdown number one. It is just his third catch of the season, and he only had two all of last year. So that's Perfect a career target. high. That's his third catch of the season. Well, I've got an ISO cam on in here. See if he gets a good block. 
Here's Martise Jackson. He's going to take it at his eight-yard line. Near numbers moving right to left. 10, 15, 20, 25. He wants to go outside. Spins, but gets drilled at the 29-yard line. And the Argonauts will put it in play at that point. 2.53 remaining here. So we've hit the three-minute warning. And uh, we will scoot away for a couple of seconds and come back and see if the Argos can add to this 12-to-1 lead. You're listening to Toronto Argonaut Football on TSN 1050. 2.53 remaining. Hogan and Johnson with you. And uh, Argos will take over their own 29-yard line. Kate uh, Pedersen on the sideline let us, letting us know they're looking at Victor Butler's knee. He's now sitting by himself on the uh, Argo bench. And Keith Bauer, our technical director here, said that uh, Brandon Marshall's in town to watch the game. The NFL receiver and uh, was connected with uh, Coach Tressman down in Chicago. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. I'm sure he'd love this game. How wide open it is, the passing game. Come on. Yeah. Just love looking it. in front of us, and there's Mike Clemens and Doug Flutie. Hey, is, uh, did you happen to notice if Wilder's in the huddle? I'm just looking for him on the sideline because on this last kickoff return, Wilder was lined up on the front line, and he absolutely decleated. Big linebacker for the uh, Ottawa Red Blacks just nope, laid him out. Him. Yep, he's, he's in the backfield. He's in the backfield. <laughs> they're done on the specials and carrying the rock. Standing to the left of Ricky Ray. Bunch formation to the right. Ball on the left hash mark. They're going to go behind the bunch to Coombs. It gets a great block. 30 to the 35, and two flags come down. Is that on the block? Because that looked like James Wilder just blew up another player. Well, those were late flags. Let's go down to Kate Pedersen on the sideline once again. Kate? Hoagie, Victor Butler came off the field saying that he felt something pop in his right knee. The trainers took a look. Now he's sitting on the bench with his head between his legs. His defensive teammates coming over to console him, but obviously visibly frustrated right now with something going on in that right knee. Yikes. Thank you, Kate. Don't tell me that. Waiting for Al Bradbury to explain what this penalty is for. It was a gain of five yards on first down. Two flags were thrown, one from the offensive backfield. The block was roughly 30-yard line, just inside the numbers. And the flag came from deep in the backfield, on one from the side judge as well. So we'll find out what the call is. Toronto, number 19. Oh, it's on S.J. Green. So it wasn't the block by Wilder, it was somewhere else. Two officials saw it. So marching back 10 will be first and 20. 47-yard yeah. field goal for Hyra Lahu. A one-yard touchdown pass ready to cross. Safety conceded by Maher, who has a single on a wide field goal from 54. That's our scoring tonight. 12-1, 240 left in the half. One, two, three, four receivers out to the right with the ball on the left hash mark on this first and 20. And Ray's going to dump it out. Screen pass to... Uh, Coombs, who spins off somebody to get out to the initial line of scrimmage, or close to it. And it's second and manageable now. Second down and 11 after a gain of 9. Nice move by young Mr. Coombs. Yeah, that's a great move by Coombs, but you know he, he runs a little bubble and Ricky flips it to him. Let me just talk about the blocking that was going on in the perimeter. Uh, Armani Edwards, guys are doing a great job outside of, of locking down the, uh, the defensive backs. See who they look for here. One name that has been noticeably absent tonight is the guy that had a 200-yard, 10-yard game uh, up in Ottawa. S.J. Green, one catch, three yards. They're going to go down the far sideline looking for S.J., and it's going to go over his head, incomplete, harmlessly to the sidelines. And Jonathan Rose had stride-for-stride coverage on S.J. And out comes the punt unit on third down and 11. 
Yeah, the Argos passing game not clicking on all cylinders again. But you know what? Ottawa exposed, or sorry, Montreal exposed Ottawa for 452 yards passing last week, right? So you think Ottawa probably put in a little extra work on their defense, and uh, they're just not, the holes aren't there. They're, they've got some good coverage happening. The telltales behind Liram, who stands at his own 14-yard line, are flat out, parallel to the ground. And they snap it, and Hyralahu's kick gets knocked down by the wind. Holy smokes, it's going to hit at midfield. Actually, Spencer came up and caught it, and that's going to be an easy 15 yards as that ball got destroyed by the wind. And this has got to be different for the kickers here because we, we have not seen... Um, a really windy game here at BMO yet. There have been sort no. of gusts from time to time, but this has been the strongest wind game here. And we know what it's like trying to kick in Hamilton. It's just, it's a it's a mess. Sure. And I'm wondering if this is something that Liram's got to learn yeah, on the fly here. I don't think he was ready for, for, or he's ready for the wind. He kicked that a little too high for my like. I would have expected a low trajectory, you know, which and is something you want to do in a, in a gusty wind. And the wind coming over the scoreboard yeah. would have knocked it down. Keep if it he had kept that Toronto, low. 23. No yards. Penalty, first down. Doesn't matter who that was on. They could have called that on several people. Okay, this is a 10-yard kick. Yeah. So they'll take it the 41-yard line. They're in field Ouch. goal range right now, trailing 12-1 to with a minute 59. Can the defense force a two-and-out without Victor Butler? Back to pass, Harris comes to the near seams, and he has Ellingson at the 27-yard line. And for Greg Ellingson, that's his first catch of the night with a minute 54 left here in the half. They've done an outstanding job on him. Brad Sinopoli has one catch so far tonight. Both defenses locking down stars on both teams. First and 10 from the 26-yard line. It's now chip shot territory for the field goal attempt. Red Blacks have motion aplenty here on first down. And they're going to go to the ground game, and it's going to be Powell with a cutback. Huge hole, 15-10. Stutter step down to the 5, and he's taken down to the 4-yard line. That's a heck of a run by Powell. This is a zone to the left, and he does an incredible job of pressing it, getting tight up behind the offensive line, and then cutting back late. Sean Lemon has a long way to try and close that gap, and he and he, and he just misses it. And, I mean, I don't know if Victor Butler would have got this one either because Powell does an exceptional job. Remember, they're, they're getting paid too, and uh, that's a heck of a run by Powell. Let's see what the Red Blacks dial up here. It was this spot on the field. They made a play defensively that won them the breakup. And they're going to go to the field, and nothing doing. That was blown up right at the line of scrimmage. Good penetration by the Argonauts. Powell tackled at the line as Davis came in and filled the hole. Your pick for the defensive player of the game. Yeah, Davis is in and there. And this was before we knew Butler was going to get hurt, obviously. There's the fill-in, and he just made a play there. Yeah, Wynn in there as well. He had a, I mean, Wynn's proven to be quite the force. They didn't move him. He was in the uh, red-black backfield. Davis also getting back there, and uh, that's a huge defensive play. He made his CFL debut in the East Final for Hamilton back in 2015. Second down and goal from the four. On the right hash mark, three receivers up top, two to the boundary. Harris looking, goes over the middle, touchdown. He's got a man at the back of the end zone, and you can only keep that man quiet for so long. Brad Sinopoli's got the touchdown, and the Red Blacks are back in this. That was a perfectly timed throw by Trevor Harris to Sinopoli on a slant pattern. If Trevor doesn't release this ball, Sean Lemon got off this ball like a cheetah 
and made an inside spin move on Lausanne Seguin, making him look like a pylon. And if the ball's not released, Sean Lemon goes right through Trevor with the sack. And they're going to go for two. Great composure by Trevor on that. Even with the wind. Maher, six of nine this year on converts. That's not good. And it's a low snap. They're going to go play action and standing wide open in the end zone for the two-point conversion is the man who scored the touchdown. Brad Sinopoli gets six and two more. And just like that, it is 12-9. Great play by the Red Blacks. They had a ton of players in the box. And then they had a bunch of movement, guys going right, guys going left, crossing the middle line of the, of the field. And the Argo defense looked a little bit confused, and you had Sinopoli wide open, released to the flat, and uh, easy throw for Trevor well, Harris. You know when you're playing with fire with those two, you can only keep them down for so long. And yeah, yeah, we just talked th about On that series, yeah. Ellingson and Sinopoli were the two guys. There they were. Yeah, exactly. You can't shut them down all night, and that was a big series for the Red Blacks and those two and for Trevor Harris, that's now 11 touchdowns on the season against just two interceptions. Nice throw. Trevor Harris, uh, his throw on the slant. Sinopoli was perfect. Harris was right behind him. Brandon Harris, it wasn't like it was dropped coverage. He was close, so it's just a nice throw and catch. Martise Jackson and Armonte Edwards are back for the Toronto Argonauts. They stand at around their 10-yard line. Let's see a return here, boys. They're going to go back to the five. That might be a little more like it. Mars got the leg to kick this through the lane, so, but he chunks it. It's a high, short kick. And Jackson's going to take it at the 10-yard line, 15-20. Looking for a seam, but a nice open field tackle by the man downfield for the Red Blacks. Try and give props here. Who was that? Dan West out of Bishops made the tackle. And the Argos will take over to their own 24-yard line with 45 seconds left here in quarter number two. I'd like to see some of that flash that we saw early in the season with the Ricky to SJ game where you just throw oh. the ball up to SJ. Let him go get it. They've tried it, right? He made the one but they catch in coverage last, they uh, last week. Yeah. I mean, he over, he's missed him a couple oh. times. The last ball to SJ was a mile over his head. Ricky saw something. He brought Wilder in from the slot. It's a four-man rush, and he's going to come to the near side. He's got SJ open for the there first down at the 35-yard line. Ask JJ and ye shall receive. It's an 11-yard reception and a first down for the Argos with 41 seconds remaining. Simple little 28-48 pattern where you got uh, the inside receiver running a four, which is an out, and the, the outside doing an outside release goal. That was Malcolm Williams, clears the coverage, and SJ is open. Look at you talking all technical. You like that, eh? You like this? Right, all right. <laughs> first down at the 35-yard line. Three, go pattern? three receivers up top. <laughs> Coombs stays in to protect. And to the near sideline looking for Williams, it will be incomplete as once again it was Jonathan Rose on the coverage. And it will be second and ten. When Jim Barker brought in Williams a couple of years ago, he was giddy. He said, I can't believe BC let him go. Did and they were like able that? to snatch him off the, the practice roster, and he's finally getting a chance to play tonight. Yes. Uh, Barker gonna... really liked him. He was on the practice roster, couldn't find his way into the lineup last year. And they'll go four receivers to the near side. SJ Green's got solo coverage to the boundary. SJ's on a crossing route. Ricky goes to the flat far side. He's got Coombs to the 40. And he could not get north-south that time. Gain of five. And with 28 seconds left, the Red Blacks are going to get the ball back. Although, I'd be surprised if they don't call a timeout here. The Argos could just let this tick down. And with the wind as strong as it is... I wouldn't mind seeing Hyrule Lahu, if I'm Ottawa, kick the ball into the wind. 
and see what happens. But they're not going to use their timeout here. Keep it low, Liram. Keep it low. What do you say? Fake punt right up the middle. No. <laughs> Just want huh? to get a reaction from yeah. you. This is the area field here. You got three, no. ah, five yards is too much. Not enough, not enough time. Too much. And Liram, little pooch kick. He tried to punch it. 45-yard line, and it's going to roll to the sidelines and out of bounds with two seconds left. The ball is at the 45-yard line, so he got Perfect. it done. Perfect. He just sat it down where there was no receiver and wanted to get it inbounds and let it roll, and that's exactly what happened. He did not even follow through. It was an odd-looking punt. And we'll see if Trevor Harris is going to load up and look for probably Ellingson deep on this one. Or Deontay Spencer. They've got some speed. Jermaine Gabriel is going to start just 25 yards back. And I'm sure he'll drop back a little bit more. Because they're coming out. They're going to throw. He's going for it. He's going. They are not in. We're going to take a knee and concede this thing. No. He's going to drop back. Four-man rush. And Trevor Harris is going to go down. The ball comes out. Lemon got him. And the Argonauts are going to... Pick it up, lateral it. No, they're going to tackle whoever ended up with the football. Lemon forced it out, and it looked like they were trying to set up some sort of rugby return, and Trevor Harris is getting up slowly. He is up. Oh, he took a hit. Oh, boy, Lemon just had a free release. He's got something in his eye. And now there's an Argo down as well. Is that Cleon Lang? It's a nine, and I don't know what the second number is, and I don't want to guess. Cleon Lang, Dylan Wynn, and Troy Davis all have 90s who would be out on the field. Victor Butler has been injured. Let's go down to Kate Pedersen on the sideline as we sort this out. She's got the touchdown maker with her. Touchdown maker indeed. The first of your career in front of family and friends here in Toronto. What was that like for you? It was amazing. I got a lot of friends and family here, obviously. But it was really good just to see what we put into play in practice onto the field. That's something Coach Tressman always talks about. Do what we do. Do our job during the week and do it again on game day. Tight battle now going into the second half. What's it going to take to finish this one with a win? Again, it's going to take doing what we did for the past 11 days and putting it into play right now. The coaches gave us everything we need. It's just time to execute and do what we know how to do. Best of luck. Thank you. Declan Cross with Kate Pedersen, the touchdown maker tonight. Uh, the only touchdown for the Argos is they lead 12-9. to 